I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. It does seem to me that every woman needs to learn to play poker, including me, by the way. I don't know. I've never played. Oh. Never. Never been at the table. I would look forward to kicking your ass at poker. So Hillary won big last night, and I know why. Big, big. big. Why did she win? It's her. It's her wardrobe, right? <laughs> right. That is the number one thing. That it, it's getting to the point where I, I can't even imagine touching it because she, it looks like she took the old upholstery off her sofa in Chappaqua and she wrapped it around herself and called it a day. It's an armor. Mm-hmm. It's a shield. Yeah, that's uh, true. that's not the, why she won or lost. When you saw her debating Bernie Sanders, there was this moment when he's doing his Bernie thing. You know, he's pointing and he's gesturing and he's angry. Spittle. Spittle. Right. Do you think? Right. I think he probably has bad breath. Yeah, okay. When Keep he, moving. Okay. And he's angry and he's yelling and she is watched. So she has her head turned to the side oh, and yeah. she's watching Bernie do his ranting about her and Wall Street and this and that. Her face was so impenetrable. It was so still. It was the best poker face I had ever seen in my entire life. And I thought, she's the only candidate who's got that. Well, that's really interesting. It's her Benghazi face. It's the yes. same poker face of that's where the armor works for her. And and it's so it, it gets everybody, men, women, everybody respects that oh, face. Yeah. And the irony, you're right. Trump is like a yeah. freaking <laughs> baby Huey having a tantrum right. when people are talking nasty right. about him. Well, even Ted, when people are saying good things, he can't yeah. stop his face and, from moving. Right. And Ted Cruz's like lady face. I, I, I don't even know what what that is, but but he's all scrunched up like a lemon, like he's going to cry, and then, uh, well, we can't even go, go there. And then Bernie, and then yeah. Bernie. Yeah. So they all give away. That's so ironic. They give away every emotion, every emotion moment, moment. And she's got the master she's poker a master, face. and it's so. You think that's you think she's going to win on her poker face? I do. Mm. She has it so locked down. In terms of knowing how to actually control the room by keeping it together in a way that you really can't read her. Well, it's interesting because um, I remember learning poker as a child from my father. He would he sat us down, and of course, as a mathematician, 
physicist, he treated it like a math game, which was dead wrong, right? It, it's a psychological game, not a math game. But for him, it was all about the the calculus, which was so wrong and why I hate poker to this day. But But I do remember trying to master the poker face. And what I did was if I had a terrible hand – I would do the Ted Cruz face. I'd be like, well, you can't see it on the radio. This doesn't work. But it would be like, oh, I've got something amazing in my hand. And so it was like the opposite, which uh-huh. is not a poker face. No. It's like everyone knew when I had that face <laughs> that I had shit in my hand. Right. Well, that's probably not. No. No, that's not a good thing. So it really does make you think. First of all, I wonder if Hillary Clinton is a poker player. She'd probably be awesome at it. Well, it's a good question. It's a question that, that that leads us to ask whether, in fact, if you were a good poker player, what that could teach you about winning on other stages, like well, if you, in business, for example. I mean, if you think about what she... Let's just talk about the Benghazi poker face, right? If you think about her confidence about assessing risk, I mean, that was what that entire situation was about, was her saying... I knew the risk. I assessed this risk and I made choices based on that ability to tolerate a certain amount of risk. That's a got to be a poker well, skill. Well, the other thing is she also knew along with that face when to battle something and when to let the accusation just peter out and fly by her. So so it's like know when to hold them, know when to fold them, right? She knew yes. which battles to take on because they were high stakes and the viewers had to understand her point of oh, view. Yeah. And when to just let it go right, right past over, her. right just fly past her and also how to read the room. I mean, she knew who was in front of her. She knew who was watching her yeah. in the room and then she also understood who was the millions of people watching her quote in the room well, who were at home. And and you're right that the turning to the side oh, yeah. so that you could see her watching him like I can't believe you're really doing yeah. this. You're just going to go ahead and dig that hole for yourself. Right. That was a reading the room moment. It's just so genius. So it made me wonder, you know, there's all this talk about teaching girls to code, which I, you know, I feel a little bad because A, I don't even like software. Yeah. Yeah. I really don't even know what that means. I just, that's good because you're not a girl. So don't worry about it. I just, but okay. I I know that it has an importance in the society now and in business tomorrow, but it led me to think instead of putting so much pressure on teaching girls to code, maybe we should be teaching girls to play poker. Girls. Well, it's a, it's a good idea. It's not an original idea because someone who happens to be on the show today already had that idea. To teach girls to code. Yes. Well, to teach no, women. To, no, to teach women to play poker. Oh. Ellen Lakin. Do you <laughs> like, remember that we have that on. guest today? Like, who do we have in the studio that teaches girls <laughs> no. to code? No. I must have a different script in my hand, Rachel. We are going to talk with poker player Ellen Lakin, who wasn't always a poker player her whole life. She was actually a very successful businesswoman, but she has turned her attention to her company, Poker Prima Divas. And she wrote a book, an awesome book called Poker Woman, How to Win at Love, Life and Business Using the Principles of Poker. And she knows exactly what the correlation is between being good at poker and being good at business. And she's going to tell us all yeah, about it. So I want to find out because it does seem to me that every woman needs to learn to play poker, including me, by the way. I don't know. I've never played. Oh. Never. 
Never oh, been yeah. at the table. I would look forward to kicking your ass at poker. Thank you. Let's get Ellen into the studio and we'll be back in a moment. Paul, just who's our engineer, just said that he wants to hear more about Hillary's clothes and the big yellow tent in particular. Yeah. I mean, you know, we're not talking about any of the men's clothes, though. Not that they have any choices no, of what to wear, no, really. But this is what they said at the Oscars. They said if, I mean, men are all in the same clothes. They're all in suits, just like at the Oscars, they're all in tuxedos. But if George Clooney showed up with like a swan outfit... They would ask him about his clothes. Okay, but we're not here to talk about clothes no. today because Ellen Lichen, who looks fabulous, by the way, our, our listeners. And is not in a yellow tent. Not even a little bit. And there's zero <laughs> armor on her other than her fabulous Actually, I think that her face. dress matches the kind of mm-hmm. ethnic vibe going on in this room today. Ethnic. <laughs> ethnic. Interesting. <laughs> so Ellen Lichen, just to remind our listeners who we understand were fixated, riveted by the last segment, she... Um, was historically a very successful marketer in the beauty and pharmaceutical industry with Fortune 500 companies, took a high, learned how to play poker as a, an adolescent, as a teenager, and took a hiatus from her marketing career and rediscovered poker and began to think about, and she talked to me about this when we were first talking about her coming on the show, began to realize that poker is, is sort of like the other golf course, right? It's the place where women are excluded and where business, where women exclude themselves in a funny way and where business happens and everybody knows it. And instead of whining about it and going, you're leaving us out, you have to stop playing golf so much or stop playing poker, get yourself to some, that poker Some women table. don't use that voice some don't use that right voice. also rachel you have that voice and you also have the you have a millennial voice yeah 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 so <laughs> no never mind so good but the point is we need to get to the table ladies you need to learn how to play poker and this is what her book is about which is poker woman how to win at love life and business using the principles of poker and we're just going to get right into Let's just it get right ellen. in it so ellen Walked into the studio and you said, because you had heard us talk about Hillary and um, Trump and their poker face or lack thereof. And you said there actually is a poker type. So tell us about the poker type and who, who, which one's better? Who's which? Excuse tell me. Us. Do we want to welcome Ellen into the studio? Well, I mean, we could. She's sitting here. Okay, so I feel Ellen, like she well, <laughs> yeah. welcome. I mean, it's not nice to come to a poker table without some really? kind of protocol. Is, that, is there a protocol when you sit down at a table? Well, typically people will say hello to everybody at the table. And that may they be a hands? tactic, too. You oh. know, that may be oh. a tactic. Oh, well, so the game starts. Want people to think, right, the game starts before you even the cards even fly. So what's a... Okay, well, I'm going to go back to the personality in a minute, but just okay. tell us, what is the best how do you introduce yourself i just walk i walked over to the table i smile at people i say hello and most importantly i watch how they respond to me i watch if they're friendly if they're paying attention to me if they're ignoring me because that's going to tell that tells me a lot about how they're going to play cards against me wow so i'm not so much interested in what i'm doing with them i'm watching them Okay, I'm scared right now (laughs) and is that has that influenced what you do in your life too whoa 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 we're not. We are so not going there yet. Okay, that is the. That is okay. Stop it, Hillary. So go. So go back. 
you walked in and you said, you know, there are these poker types. Right. Because poker is a card game of personalities. It's, it's more about the people than it is about the cards. So when, when we do our corporate team building events, we have a poker personality quiz. And we ask 10 questions to assess where you are on one of four personality types in poker. So they're on a grid of tight, loose, aggressive, and passive. So the, the best poker player is the tight player who is but very aggressive. So they don't play a lot of hands, but the hands they have, they play very aggressively. And we call them the missile. They're mm, very focused. Like so the, the, the risk is low and the rewards are very high. The, the other side of that is the bully, the, the reckless player. So they're aggressive, but they're recklessly aggressive. And that's the person that just gets high off of the action. They don't they're, pick and choose their battles. They do not pick. They're in every hand. They're in every battle. And, and, and those are the players you really have to be very careful against. We say you cannot bluff the bully because the bully's not getting out of your way. Oh my God. Conversely, though, you can make a lot of money off of a bully if you're getting very good cards. Okay, so, so clearly you're saying Hillary is the missile. Yes, Hillary, Hillary is a missile, and I would say that, that Trump is, is more on the bully end of it. What are the other two personality types? The other two personalities, it's a calling station, and the calling station likes to be in the action, so they're loose with their money, but they're not the aggressor. So mm. they are the type oh. of person that they're a great team player. Um, they survive, but they're not thrivers. And the, the other personality type, we call them, is Casper. That's the person that's passive and, 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 and never bets any hand unless it's the winner. It's a person you'd meet and never remember again. Oh, like they Casper are, the Ghost? Casper the Ghost, yeah. Jane Doe, Casper why, the Ghost. Why so, calling station? What is that? Mean? A calling station is a person. When I first started playing poker, I was a calling station. And you see that a lot with beginner players because you want to be in the action. So if somebody bets, you match their bet. If somebody passes, you pass too. You do whatever they do. So you're the follower. You're never the mm. leader. So you will, you will survive the tournament, but you will not win the tournament. So in essence, you're playing not to lose as opposed to winning which is a very important point on Poker Divas. Our whole thrust is the importance of playing to win as opposed to avoid losing. And it's a very different mindset between the two. And do you feel that there's a different mindset between genders when it comes to that winning versus losing? From, from what I have seen firsthand, typically, and there are exceptions, men play to win and women play not to lose. And I don't know if that's our wiring or that's just how we've been conditioned, but that's what you see. So we give everybody $3,000 in fake chips. The women want to typically hold on to their their 3,000 chips and the men go to get every chip in the room. And and is that true for alpha women as well? Even so, because we all know alpha women, right? Absolutely. So, oh, wow. But no, you see, and, and, and again, there are exceptions. There are some men that, that are also, you know, protectors, so to speak. They protect what they have. But, but for the most part, the exercises play this out the same way every, every time. So if we have a tournament that ends in an hour, we don't get to play it down to the last person like a real poker tournament. The best thing to do on the last hand, no matter what you have, is go all in go with all your in. chips. Right. It's not smart to gossip about people on a podcast that you know they're going to be listening to. But can we gossip for one second about Michelle Smith, our previous guest on Women <laughs> oh, and yeah. Money? Yes. Does she play to win? Michelle plays to win. Of Michelle is yeah. a very, very aggressive poker player. And she's a missile. She is a missile. She is a missile. <laughs> well, so that's so so that's a fascinating segue into what we also want to talk about with you, which is so we know Michelle in business. We obviously don't know her in poker. And I knew she right. was a missile the minute you said it. So do these personality types play themselves out at, at work? I mean, is this if I'm a missile, am I a missile wherever I go in my life? Can I become a missile if I'm not like the, in business? If 
exactly. Yeah. What's the correlation? You can become a missile if you're a calling station or even if you're more of a Casper. But it's very hard to become a missile when you're when you're a bully, because I think a bully inherently you are a bully or you're not. And it's interesting when we do that, when we do the quizzes, a lot of people won't admit to being a bully, but it comes out when they're at the table. They're, they're very, yes. very aggressive. And does it always translate? No, it doesn't always translate, but often it does. And it makes people aware of the fact that, you know, I am, I am a calling station. I need to be more of a missile. And this is something you train and teach. So when I, if I were to come to the sessions, you would know which personality type I was. Right. And so tell us how that does in fact play out. Let's just talk business for a minute. Okay. And did you, was there a moment where this clicked for you where you said, wow, I'm actually using my poker skills in, in a I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Work. There are a couple of key moments. Um, my 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 light bulb was when somebody asked me to negotiate a consulting project. I had worked in corporate for many years. I wasn't a big negotiator, and I wasn't used to doing it. And I asked for a day to think about it. And then I thought to myself, it was something highly specialized that very few people could do. And I thought, if I can't get my price now, I'm never going to get it. I have pocket aces, because pocket aces is the best hand you can have in poker. And if you can't win with that, you're never going to win. And I didn't back down and I got what I asked for. So that was really my light bulb moment for starting this company. And, and, and one of the key things from a personality perspective was recognizing a bully. And I liken that to being in a meeting and somebody talking over you, typically a man. And that's like being bullied at the conference table. It's like being bullied at the poker table. If for no other reason, I want to learn how to play poker to get some really kick-ass metaphors. Like, yeah, some pocket, aces. <laughs> <laughs> pocket aces makes you sound so cool. Mm-hmm. Oh, we have we have a whole bunch of terminology. Give us another one. A, a bunch of terminology um, in poker. Yeah. Um, kings or cowboys. Mm. What does that mean? Two kings, pair of kings. Uh-huh. Mm. And is that that's a good thing? That's a great. That's the second. That's the second best hand that you have. And what's cowboys? Cowboys are kings. So oh, you king, got some I got cow- it. Yeah, oh, you got cowboy. some. You got some cowboys. Okay. <laughs> we have we have a whole list on the on the Poker Divas website and in the oh, book. I'm gonna go start memorizing <laughs> it. This is like when we first started in in radio and podcasts. That was there were a whole set of first time, long time. Yeah. We just started dropping the jargon yeah. to make us sound cool. Um, we're going to do that. So now tell us. Um, when you're talking to women, and it so poker divas implies you're really focused on women. We are focused on women, but a, a, in the last couple of years, we have a significant amount of men in our events. And it's very interesting when it's a co-ed event because the dynamic changes in the room. 
the personalities really come out. Men are more aggressive with their chips. They're more playing to win. The women are better at reading people and they're more patient. Because in poker, you have to, you have to have some patience because you're only going to get good cards about 20% of the time. Most of the time, you're going to be folded. Right. So women are better at that. Everybody's got their strength. In so the and these are these are corporate events like if you would like when we were running a company, we would have these retreats and do stuff and we would have it's done the alternative poker. to golf. Yeah, right. Right? It's a, it's golf a or or any other corporate event. I mean, it's right. brilliant. Yeah, it is brilliant. because you're actually teaching skills. They're not just team building. Right. It's team building. It's client entertainment. It's a great way to get business development. It's a great way to get your clients to have FaceTime with you because nobody wants to go out for dinner. They want to come play poker, especially women. How many people invite you to come play poker or learn the game? And it's, you know, it's they we're not allowed into the club. Right. We sort of have to invite ourselves. It's kind of intimidating. It is intimidating. So tell us. A couple of things that you teach without giving away the whole... There must be a poker phrase for that, without giving away your whole hand. Right. That's perfect. Yes, perfect. Thank you. Um, (laughs) Tell us a couple of things that you think are really important for women to learn about poker that you just know if they nailed it in poker, they'd be better at work. Well, the key thing is playing to win as opposed to avoid losing. And and with that goes, don't piddle away your chip stack. So in poker, chips are power, like oh, money. Hold on, hold on. Don't piddle away your chip stack. That's another good Don't another piddle good. it away because chips are power, like money's power in real life. So what happens is if you're a calling station, whatever somebody else does, you do. So if they bet, you match their bet. You, you So you put a little bit here, you put a little bit there, you put a little bit there. And next thing you know, it's an hour later, you have half the chips you had. You can't really make a big move. And you're not powerful enough now. You don't have a big enough chip stack to make anybody afraid of you. <sighs> so, we're going to use this in the meeting that we're having. I was just thinking right that. <laughs> I was just thinking that. Okay, Great. keep going. So think of it as a multitasker. It's like a multitasker is piddling away their chip exactly. stack because they're not doing any one thing well. So that's a really... Hold on. Hold oh on. I'm writing it down. <laughs> Hold on. This is just gold. Okay. Keep going. So that, that, that is a key component. The other thing is you're really playing the players. You're not playing the cards. So you're going to play the same hand differently against different people based on their personality. And you can liken that... I'm sorry. Back that. You're saying... Play against a player. Not you're playing against. the players. You're not playing the, the player. You're playing. So if if you if you're playing against that person who's 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 Casper and is afraid of losing, you can bluff them every time. You make a bet, and they're going to fold unless they have what's known as the nuts, which is the best hand you can have. So conversely, if that person starts betting, you know, get out of their way. So you have to know the players. It's just like having a boss. If you have a micromanager, you're going to you're going to proceed very differently than if you have a very hands-off boss, even though you're doing the same job. So it's really important to know so what your players are. To, the key to playing to win is to play like a missile where you're using your chips strategically. You're not holding them too close to your chest just in the hope that you're going to just stay in the game until you don't lose. Right. And you're making strategic moves at the right time based on the people who are at the table. Yep. The people, it's your position at the table, it's your chip stack. There's a whole bunch of components that make you, that you have to pay attention to in poker. That's why it's not just about the cards. And when you play with, in these events, are you explicit about the connection between what's happening here at the table and what happens at work? Do you take a break from the table and go, now let me make the connection between what happens at work, or do you just let those connections happen? No, we make them. We make, we, I start off talking about these principles generically so that everybody understands you know, the key principles, how it helps you in business, how it helps you in negotiation. And then as we start to play, the light bulbs go off, and we interject as the people are playing 
talking about not piddling away, what that means from a professional standpoint, what that means from a poker standpoint. So it's integrated into the whole program. So it's really that's a great idea. It's brilliant. So as we're, we're winding down, I want to ask you, what are, have, tell us about a time that you were at a table watching somebody play and were just blown away. What were they doing? What does a great poker player feel like, feel like to you? You must know them when you see them. Most of the time, but sometimes part of being a great poker player is not letting on to anybody else. So you, they're patient so that you can tell that they're, they're, not, they're not playing every single hand. They're calculated in what they're doing. Their bets are very well thought out. They're paying attention to everybody else at the table but not in an, in a very noticeable way. So they're not staring you down, but you know that they're, they're taking it all in. They're not just paying attention to themselves and they're not afraid to be assertive. They're not af- afraid to gamble. I mean, b- poker is a game of, of skill and luck, but there is, you have to be a gambler too. You have to take some risks because that, that otherwise you're never going to be the winner. You will never, the, the, World Series champion, I think it was in 2009, was asked, how do you think you won this tournament of 6,000 people? And he said, I got lucky. So luck does matter. But so the, the combination of those things is what makes a good poker player. Um, have you ever had an experience where you've watched someone go from not knowing how to play poker to winning? Yes. I mean, in fact, right. recently, one of, one, of, one of our students, so to speak, she's been playing for about four years. She just won a women's champion at Foxwood two weeks ago. So, Suzanne, yes. are you ready? You. Well, I, yes. So what would I, I do want to learn to play. Okay. I have never before we met you wanted to learn to play this yeah, game. And to be quite honest, when I see what's usually the guys go over there to play, I just think, oh, that's a guy thing. Maybe I was raised that way. I don't know. So now I have agency. I'm interested. What would I do to learn to play? Do I need a coach? Do I learn to play online? How would I do that? You, you could go to one of Ellen's events. Right? Well, if we have most of our events are corporate events, but we uh-huh. often have, we we have some open events in New York. You can come to one of those. You can go to the Poker Divas website. We have a lot of learning on that. And you can also play on a non-gambling online site. They have some practice um, games that you can participate in. But how would I learn to play from scratch if I've never played? Do I have to get a human being to teach me? Yes. You're best off getting a human being to teach you. And so what is the website? Or you get into a game and you have them teach you as as they go along. You get into a low-level game and you just play. You know, just like anything else, you can learn the basics and then you have to play to get good at it. Right. So tell us where to go to find out more about Poker Prima Diva. If you go to PokerDivas.com, you can find all about our team building events, our corporate events, and any open events that we have for the public. And also, it's a, there's a lot of learning on that site that you can, that you can uh, I'm avail in. yourself Here's to. Here's what I'd like to do. Once I learn, because I, I, you know, this is reminding me, I'm talking to Rachel right now. We have a, a common friend, Jessica Lederhausen, who also listens to this show, who's a professional golfer. She was a professional golfer. <laughs> And she's always saying to me, oh, you should learn to play golf and then we could play together. And I always think, okay, the amount of time it would (laughs) take me to both learn to play and then be comfortable playing with you is not happening in my lifetime. I'm feeling a little the same way. Like, I don't know that you and I will ever play poker, but that's now my goal. Well, that, also, Suzanne, in golf, you can you publicly whiff all the time when you're learning. Like, it's really shameful to be a new golfer. That's not necessarily true with poker. You can always fold your hand and just go, okay, I'm sitting this one out. And that's a great point because poker, the nice thing about poker, it's a great equalizer. You know, no other sport can you play with a world champion. You're not playing golf with Tiger Woods and you're not playing 
uh, basketball with Michael Jordan. But in poker, if you have the money, you can play with whoever you want. You can sit next to the world champion poker player and just go and participate. Wow. I'm in. You're in. Thank you so much. Thank you. That's great. All right. We'll be back in just a minute. So, Suzanne, this is what happened to me while I was listening to Ellen Lakin. 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 Ellen is a very feminine, soft, lovely um, woman in a dress. Warm. Lovely, warm. Mm -hmm. Um, I wouldn't describe her as passive or anything, but very feminine. Okay. She starts talking and something happens as I listen to her and I begin to see the depth of her, not just expertise, but her confidence in a game that is male dominated and that takes a lot of skills normally associated with males, right? Certain kind of um, selective aggression and calculation and all this stuff and playing to win. And all of a sudden it's like I'm falling in love with her. She is so hot at the end of this conversation, it's like she just is, I mean, she's the nuts. But this is what men will say or every survey will, will say, right? That what makes a woman attractive is their confidence. Absolutely. And but and it's more like I would sell, send Ellen into any battle, oh, yeah. uh, which I didn't know when I first met her. But now it's like, oh, you are... So, you were tracking that. I was tracking something else. And I, I've never, well, we've been, normally when I take notes during a show, I'm taking notes about, oh, I want to remember to ask yeah. our guest this or remember to tell you that. I was actually taking notes so that I'll remember to bring this up in a meeting that we're having later today where one of the big wake-up calls, Rachel, that we've had is that we are piddling away our chicks. Exactly. Our stack. Are piddling away our stack. That is exactly what I thought. Right? And you know what? There comes a moment where you look down at the table and yeah. you go, well, that's that's over. And I could stay in the game and still have just a couple but of chips. But I'm looking but, at the chips going, yeah. it's, we either dramatically change our strategy right yeah. now and, and, and place our chips where they, where they, you know, take a big bet. Yeah. Or we go home. We fold our hand. Right. So... I'm not fucking folding my hand. I'm no, I'm not either. Right Wait, what was the personality? Not the Casper, not the missile, not the bully. What was the other one? The calling station. Oh, the calling station. So that's another thing I think that comes with my wake up call is you can't just, okay, so they did this. And so we're going to do that. So they did this. So I'll right. do that. You can't just keep playing that way. Right. And at some point you wake up and actually this is so interesting. And I know now why Ellen and Michelle Smith are friends. And if you haven't listened to the Michelle Sh Smith shows on women and money, you should, because there's such a connection between yeah. the messages around having agency around your money and this conversation around poker, because yeah. poker is very much about money also. So listen to those shows. But the the thing that's tripping me or not in a bad way, it. It turning something on for me that happened when we spoke to Michelle was about agency. Yeah. Yep. And about using the power you have. Look, if you think about 
at any moment in your life, you've got a hand to play. Right. Whatever that is, you've got a hand to play. How are you going to play it? It really isn't about the cards as much as it is about how are you going to play them and who are you playing against? Yeah. And how are you going to play those players? Right. Love the thing. I love it. And the final thing for me is that I do understand that it's a game of reading the room. And mm. I do think I'm very good mm-hmm. at that. I would be, I'd be nervous about the, the money. And when you're, you said that in, the beginning of your show that your dad made it about math. Yeah. Those are the things that would make me nervous. But if I could get over that, well, that's why I get good. That's why I'm listening to Ellen going, if I had learned poker from Ellen, right. I would have still been playing poker. I played poker my whole childhood and I never enjoyed it because it always felt a, a numbers game because that my father taught me that's not, it's not a numbers game. It's a psychology game that I can play. Yeah. So um, I think all women need to learn to play poker, and we've just told you why. And where? PokerDivas.com. Yeah, although I think you can't learn on a website. No, but you can learn where to learn on that website. True. Okay, we'll be back to the big payoff next week. If you like what you heard, you can find us at BigPayoffRadio.com, on iTunes, on the ACAST app or wherever you listen to podcasts. And please, please rate and review us. It matters. Deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.